Welcome back to Resolve. We all encounter difficult issues at times, life can get tough, and it may seem impossible. But no matter what, and through it all, Jesus Christ is the answer. And through Him, we can rise up and be more than conquerors. Today's message is about the importance of memorial. Let's listen for some insight into this very important topic. Next on Resolve. Now, let's join Pastor Tom Porter. But the ability to remember is a gift from God, wouldn't you say? In a flash, we can be a child again. I can close my eyes and think about lying in my, my hammock on the Appalachian Trail in the great state of Pennsylvania or North Carolina or Georgia. I never was a through hiker to do the complete 2,200 miles, but I love just closing my eyes and remembering those days. I thank God for YouTube. I can go on there and watch younger generations doing all that and kind of relive my life into their life a little bit. And memory is so important. Some of our memories are happy as we recall wonderful experiences of uh, graduating from high school as we saw our students do that last week. Some, are, some memories are sad and we weep over those and memories are also very practical. If you forget what the red light's for, <laughs> you're in trouble, right? You better stop at that red light. If you forget your wife's birthday, mm, you're in trouble. Some memories are practical. Let me ask you this. Have you found that the older you get, your memory is failing a little bit? Raise your hand if that's you. Okay. Maybe you heard a story about John who had a serious memory problem. One day John ran into a friend he had not seen for a long time and he greeted him and said, Bill, do you remember that I used to have a very bad memory? And Bill answered, yeah, I certainly do. And the guy said, well, it's not that bad anymore. I went to a seminar and man, they taught me how to improve my memory and I've got a great memory now. Bill answered, well, that's great. What's the name of the seminar? I'd like to go to it. Well, John said, wait a minute. My wife went with me. I'll ask her. And so he turned and he saw his wife in the room on the other side. And he turned back to Bill and he said, what's the name of that flower that has a green stem and thorns and a red blossom on it? And, and Bill said, well, that's a rose. Thank you. Hey, Rose, come back over here and tell me what seminar. <laughs> that improved our memory so well. <laughs> There's events that we should never forget. And Memorial Day commemorates some of those memories. And this special day started at the end of the war against the states back in 1865 in Waterboro, New York. And within a few years, the practice of placing flowers on military graves had spread throughout the North as well as the South, commemorating those that sacrificed for the freedoms that we enjoy. It was first called Decoration Day. And to this day, hundreds and thousands of graves have been decorated with American flag or sometimes wreaths. We can all be assured that according to the book of Revelation, God keeps books. 
David said in the Old Testament when he, when, he, when he cried to the Lord, literally, physically shed tears, he said, God counts every tear that I've shed. You talk about record keeping. God keeps record. Let me assure you, there are no unknown soldiers with God. God knows them all. God is not forgotten. My reason in mentioning the history of Memorial Day, because some of you, that's kind of boring. Pastor, I don't need to know about that. That happened back in the 1800s. That's before my time. The problem, the reason that I mention that is because there's a problem in our nation of changing history. There's a problem in our nation of trying to erase history. And our children, our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren need to know about the history of this nation and what it was founded upon. God's Word instructs us to pay tribute and honor to those who have gone before us fighting to protect our freedoms. Romans 13, 7 says this, Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. And that's why we're here in this season right now of tomorrow being Memorial Day. I've read that on average 750 people visit the Arizona there in the great state of Hawaii. That's that battleship that was sunk at Pearl Harbor. It's still there. Still leaking oil coming up, just little droplets at a time. It's been said that that signifies the blood of the men that were still that are entombed down there in that ship. They never brought it up. It's a lasting memorial. And on average, 750 people go there a day, except for tomorrow. Tomorrow, there will be 4,600 4, people will go through there. On average, an average day, 3,000 people will visit the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. But on Memorial Day, tomorrow, it's been proven or shown on average 7,600 people will go and visit the Vietnam Memorial. And I mention this once again because it's up to us to teach this next generation the meaning of that day. They need to learn our history. The future of any nation depends upon its citizens to have a sense of history. In my own case, as the son whose father was a two-star general in the Army, commander of the prestigious 82nd Airborne Division at Fort Bragg. It's part of my family heritage. Anybody ask this question, and it's found in Job 14.14. And the question is, if a man dies, will he live again? And there are several answers to that question. Philosophy would say, well, he hopes to live again. Ethics would say, well, he ought to live again. Atheists would say, no way, he won't live again. Jesus Christ says in John eleven twenty five, 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Hallelujah. So our text this morning is John 15, 13. If you would turn there, please. John 15, 13. John 15, 13, 
says this, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Can there be a love greater than a man laying down his life for his friends or for someone dying in the place of a good man? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the remaining moments that we have, as today we are memorializing the fact that Jesus Christ died for the world died for all mankind. That He gave His life. They didn't kill Him. He gave His life. Father, into Thy hands I commend My Spirit. He freely gave His life for the unlovely and the lovely, for the good and the bad. And so God, help us to remember the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can there be a love greater than a man laying down his life for his friends? I think not. We saw this last week when the news uh, showed this teacher that, that charged a shooter that was in a school and he charged after him and he took three hits. But he got to the young man that was the shooter and disarmed that boy. Greater love hath no man. Now that teacher did not lay down his life, but he was willing to do that. That teacher was willing to do that. Wouldn't you agree with me? He surely was. It was just the providence of God that the bullets didn't strike anything vital, any vital organs, and, and kill that teacher. But what about the unlovely? We have, we have students here that that I, I would hope that I would do the same. And I know we have teachers here that I, I know would do the same. We love our students in this school. We love our teachers in this school. Christ tells us to love, period. Even to love our enemies. So let me ask you this. If you were out there, would you, would you, would you give your life for the enemy? That's a different story, isn't it? Yet that was what Jesus did. His death was not just on behalf of His friends, His disciples. No, His death was for everyone. He willingly made Himself the sacrifice needed to redeem, to cleanse, to reconcile sinners to God. And we're all sinners. I have seen with my own eyes the memorial sites in Jerusalem and the surrounding area. God teaches us all through Scripture to, to remember, to write it down, to record it, to learn from the past. As Baptists, we don't normally have crucifix. My mother-in-law gave my son, Shad, many years ago she gave him, who, by the way, my mother-in-law is a Baptist, but gave him a crucifix. And she said this. She's a woman of wisdom. She said, it's okay. It's good for us to remember the agony that Jesus went through for us. And I agree to that. 
Now we serve a risen Savior. We do not have Jesus on the cross anymore because there's another memorial that I've been to, and that's the graveside. <coughs> Hewn out of rock. You can tell where it had been elongated, chiseled out to accommodate the height of our Lord and Savior. There in old Jerusalem. It was a garden setting. A memorial of Jesus' resurrection. He walked out of that grave alive. He ate. He was witnessed by over 500 people. That's not only recorded in Scripture, it's also recorded in secular history books. There were eyewitnesses there. We need to also go and see that empty tomb. And remember, whatever you do, don't forget how this nation got here. Don't forget the price that has been uh, paid and is being paid so that we live in freedom and enjoy the blessings that God has given to us. Please don't ever forget. Today and tomorrow, we give special recognition to those who have died for the cause of freedom or in the effort to protect others to include all the first responders as well. What they have done is noble and should be remembered and honored and we have received the benefits of their <coughs> sacrifices and we should be most thankful. And I know you are. However, we also call on all men everywhere to remember and honor and give respect to the Lord Jesus Christ. He demonstrated the greatest love for all men and He extends the greatest benefit to all who will believe in Him. What benefit? For me to live as Christ, to die as gain. <coughs> Heaven. What a marvelous thing. If you don't know Him this morning, I would say to you, get to know Him. Have a relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Pastor, how do we do that? How do I do that? Same way anybody does it. When Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me, you must recognize that it's Christ and Christ alone that does the saving. When the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin, so there's a blood sacrifice. Jesus shed His blood. Jesus who knew no sin. There was, his blood was not tainted with sin. Ours is tainted with sin. Life is in the blood. Jesus gave His life. He shed His blood for us. Romans 5.8 says, But God commendeth His love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I'm thankful for that. Aren't you? You see, we'll give our lives... <coughs> excuse me. We'll give our lives for our comrades. We'll give our lives for our friends, our relatives. Well, most of them. Um, in life, something. We'll do that. But man, would I do that for an enemy? Again, in my research... <coughs> 
preparation for this message, I read about a story when America was battling with Germany in Fox in Trenches. If you've never gone to Fantasy of Flight, I'd encourage you to go to Fantasy of Flight. Take your children with you. They'll see nothing morbid there. They'll learn history and they'll, they'll, they have wonderful displays of there of the different eras of our military, predominantly Air Force. It's in Lakeland, right off of I-4. Can't miss it. And there they show the trench wars. And the story goes that there was a... Um, uh, uh, the Americans were shooting <coughs> at the Germans and one German, for whatever reason, got up and was running and he got ensnared by some, some barbed wire. <coughs> and he couldn't get out and you could... Yeah, and, the, and the bullets are popping and whizzing by, and they're, they're in cl- no further than from here to midway, you know, 10 pews up. Close proximity. And one American soldier shouldered his rifle and strap, and he ran over to that German and untangled him. The German had been crying and screaming. And they let him go and they shook hands. I don't know many people that would do that. But it's recorded in history. And the story goes on to say that that German young man, he <coughs> ran back to his, his men and jumped in the foxhole. And there was just a moment of silence of not firing at all. Then the battle continued again. You see, what I'm saying is we're not too apt to go and, and, and die for the enemy. I think of our mis- the missionaries back in 54 that, uh, that, 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 that the, the five husbands, the five missionaries and the Aka Indians were, were killed by savages, by cannibals. They were killed. And, and, and one of those one of those Indians, the wives left and then they came back. They said, we're not going to let what our, our husbands had started, what God had started, we're not going to let that be defeated by Satan. And they went back to the field and they won that village to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the very man that pierced and <coughs> killed her husband with a sword got saved, became a, a preacher, and baptized her son in the same river that his father died in. Now that is love. That is forgiveness. And some of you are dealing with unforgiveness. Think about that story. To forgive the man that killed your husband to baptize your son. That gives me God bumps every time I think of it. You people call them goosebumps. You're not a goose. God gave you those bumps. Right? If you don't know Christ as your Savior, let me invite you to come and accept Christ as your Savior. I did that in a church. I was going to church. I was teaching Sunday school in a church. But lost. And I came to myself as the prodigal son did. I came to myself and I came forward and I 
I swallowed my pride. Satan has a toolbox, and one of his favorite tools is fear, but the most powerful tool is pride. Didn't want to admit it, but it came a time in my life I had to admit that I was a sinner. And now I readily admit that I'm a sinner. Everybody knew I was a sinner but me. I came home and I told my roommates at Bible school, I said, I got saved tonight. And you know what they said to me? We've been praying for you. We've been praying for you. Let me tell you something. You're lost. People around you, they know it. If they're Christians. Because the Bible says that our spirit bear witness one with another that we know each other. So why not? Why not today? On this, the day before Memorial Day, why not you accept the love of God Jesus Christ as your Savior. Why not do that today? Hello, friends. This is Pastor Tom Porter of Temple Baptist Church in Titusville, Florida. I would like to thank you for joining me in this podcast and bringing the good news that Jesus Christ is the risen Savior. There is no problem too big and no blessing too small when Jesus is the Lord of our lives. I would like to ask you a question. When you die, where will you spend eternity? Will you spend it with Jesus forever or be eternally separated from Him? You know, the Bible says, Whosoever calleth upon the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved from their sins. You know, it's God's desire for you to have faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. Your sins have separated you from God. You must admit to God that you're a sinner and ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. Jesus bridges that gap between you on this earth and heaven. Will you accept Jesus as your personal Savior today? It's easier than you think. You can pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I admit to you that I'm a sinner. I realize that you paid the penalty for my sins on the cross and I want to receive you into my life right now. Save me from my sins. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you just prayed that prayer with me, then you've been born into the family of God. Thanks for listening. Resolved is a production of Temple Baptist Church, Titusville, Florida, USA. If you wish to send us a question or comment, reach out to us by email at resolved.tbc at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Resolved Podcast. Make sure you visit our website at www.templebc.net. If you're ever in our area, we hope that you'll come by and see us. Remember, Jesus is Lord. Take care and God bless you.